Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Happy Fridays. You guys made it to Friday. What's going on? We are getting our guest host into the room here this morning. I see Dave Robles is with us with his morning cup of coffee. Good morning, Dave. Got Alex and Ken joining me on camera. We'll get Barry Jenkins on audio and video here. And while he is logging in, I will give Barry the strangest introduction Barry has ever possibly had. And I can, I think he can hear me. Oh, yeah, he can see me too. Barry, can you see me? I can see you. I can hear you. There we go. We did it. All right, cool. So um, how many of you on camera, because those are the only ones I can see, how many of you have ever heard Barry Jenkins speak or know who Barry Jenkins is? Raise your hand. So I am half. No, two-thirds. All right, Barry, we're two-thirds of people on camera. We got a lot of people, obviously, not on camera and on watching on Facebook and listening later on the podcast. But uh, if you don't know Barry Jenkins, the basic facts are he runs a team that sells like 800, 900 homes a year. He is the professor in residence for YLOPO, which is why I'm proudly wearing this YLOPO t-shirt, which is an amazing tech platform. But here's the best, weirdest intro you've ever gotten. You ready, Barry? I'm ready for it, dude. Okay. He's talking about leverage today. So this morning, it's like you know, 6 a.m. and my six-year-old is up and we're making a soup in the backyard. How many of you have ever made a soup with a small child? It, what the soup is, is you basically you take some sort of liquid and then you put in some dirt and then some other weird stuff and some other stuff you find and sometimes you stir it together and sometimes it turns out awesome and sometimes you're not sure. I feel like, Barry, that is what you did with real estate technology until you ended up making the best soup that anyone has ever found and it just worked. And that's the leverage that you gave. Is that the weirdest intro you've ever had? I mean, I wouldn't call it weird. It's insightful, but yeah, very different. How about that? Different. There you go. All right. So I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm here to answer the whatever you need, Barry, but I know you got plenty to share. Where are we starting on this journey with uh, the leverage to sell eight to 900 homes in a year? Where are we starting today? Yeah. So I'm going to start uh, 2011. Uh, 2011, uh, I sold 125 homes by myself. And uh, I'd come through 2008. I lost everything when the market crashed. So when things started to pick up again, I gave it everything that I had, which turned into 10 to 12 homes a month. And I didn't have an assistant. I didn't have a transaction manager. And I was freaking miserable, like 80 hours a week, grinding it out, lots of money. Uh, marriage strain because I wasn't spending time with my kids, yada, yada, yada. You guys know the, you know how it went. So I began to uh, decide to reverse engineer my success. And like most salespeople, the first thing I did was I went and got another salesperson, which took my problems and made them way worse because now we're selling more. Um, and so, you know, over the last, uh, from 2012 to 2016, I meandered through, I was still in production and, and, you know, tried to make it work the best I could to be candid with you though, those years I worked more and made a little bit less, uh, trying to build a team. I worked more in the sense of, I had to generate more opportunities. I had to generate, um, uh, agents to come on my team. And then I had to, to train them. It was a lot. So then in 2016, I found, um, I found something called Zapier. And uh, you guys know it, right? But in 2016, it just wasn't super popular yet. And um, I, I began to, anything, this is gonna sound very unscientific, but just hear me out. Anything that was annoying, anything that I messed up on, 
or anything that I forgot about, I tried to figure out if there was a person or a system or a process that I could basically layer on so that I wouldn't have that happen again. And so again, let me say it again. So anything that was annoying, anything that I messed up on, anything that I forgot about, I tried to figure out, is there a way I can tell a computer to do it for me or remind me and I not have to try to pay attention. I don't want to pay attention. <laughs> I want to just kind of float and come up with ideas, set it and forget it. And, um, and what's interesting is the stuff that I did in 2016, the automations and the videos, I'm still using those. And I don't actually like logging into Zapier. I don't like working on automations. It's, it's not, I've got a bunch of liberal arts degrees. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not supposed to be doing any of this, but I, I'm not the hardest worker in the world. Um, I have a horrible memory and I'm really good with people. And so I needed to free myself up to focus on what I needed to focus on. And so as I started to learn about technology in 2016 and how to automate, I started to have to let go to be able to grow. And the things that I had to let go of was not everybody's going to do things the way that I'm going to do it. My admin are never going to write the emails the way that I'm going to write them. My agents are never going to be as passionate about selling homes as I am. You know, I just, I had to understand that instead of complaining that they're not like me, I had to figure out how to build a successful business off of people that aren't quote, as good as me. Now, if we're all being honest, we all kind of think that way, right? Don't we? You know, we don't, oh, I was going to hire this person, but they're just not good enough or da, 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 da. I really don't like how the transaction managers uh, email my clients. Uh, you know, the, 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 the tone is not what I want. And I'm, I'm not saying that there's a balance here, but for most agents that are successful, you're successful because you care a lot. And because you care a lot, what's gotten you to where you are is not what it's going to take to where you want to go. You're, you know, so your obsession about the details and the, ex, uh, you know, being able to control the experience for the consumer and control the scripts that got you to the certain level that you're at. But if you want to go to the next stage of your business, whatever that means for you, you've got to start letting go of control. Now th that doesn't mean you don't care. It just means you care in a different way. And so from 2016 to 2019, I began to roll out automations for my agents that I thought would buy them more time. Um, during that time, I also phased out of selling houses and just focused on managing them. I, I made a mistake that I'm going to share with you guys. I wrongly assumed through 2016 to 2019 that by freeing my agents time up, so some examples of freeing my agents time up are things like um, hiring ISAs, right? People to call the leads for them, uh, people to text the leads, uh, automations to email the leads. By doing all of that for them and then telling them, hey, when I get the appointment, I'll call you or I'll text you. I wrongly assumed that they were like me and that they would take the extra time I was providing them and make more money. Well, that's not what they did. They, they took the extra time and improve their quality of life, which look, I'm all about improving quality of life. I just don't wanna have to pay for it for them. And so I had to figure out a way, how can I supply my agents with opportunities, but also keep them motivated to build their own business? Um, and so the way that I've done that is, 
we we distribute the opportunities that come in, and I'll talk about the opportunities in a little bit evenly. We don't use first to claim unless it's a speed issue, like Z buyer lead sources, for example. You know, first to get the person on the phone typically wins it. So we first to claim is important for that. But for all of our other Ylopo leads and seller Ylopo seller leads, are uh, all of our PPC Ylopo leads. All of them are round robin, and the same time they get the lead, our ISA gets the lead and they work in tandem for 21 days. And after 21 days, if they haven't changed the status or stage of the lead, I've set up an automation to automatically take the lead out of their name. And they know to communicate with me through the stage or the status of the lead. They know that they're talking to me when they change the status to hot, they're communicating with me saying, I want to hold on to this one. If they don't change it, they know it's leaving. And then it goes into these ponds that we've set up. And so just to reiterate, leads are coming in. They're assigned to my ISAs and my agents at the exact same time because I need my agents to be dialed in. I need them to know and feel their CRM working because I need them to spend time there. There's a lot of ROI, return on investment, when my salespeople are partnering with me. And, and so, you know, my pitch, I know I'm going all over the place, but hey, it's a soup, right? Um, my, my pitch is not, hey, join my team, I'll give you business. I tell them, look, I need business partners. Do you want to partner with me? I don't want to tell you what to do every day. I don't. My full-time job now is Wilopo. My side hustle is my team. I can't, I can't, I can't hold your hand. Do you want to partner with me? And if they say yes, then that's what we do. And, and we sign the leads and then they know they've got three weeks to keep the lead for their own. They've got ISAs calling 10 times. They've got Raya texting eight times and the CRM emailing six times um, in 10 days. That's all in 10 days. And then after 10 days, uh, we have some other automations that I'll talk about, but uh, then the agents have 11 days and then they the, the leads are taken out of their name and moved into the priority pond if they're a good lead, active lead, or storage pond if they're dormant. And the second a lead goes into the priority pond, everyone on the team is notified. And so anybody that's hustling or needs more business or just wants it is going to focus on the priority pond. And so what's happened, though, is all of this is automatic. I go into my CRM now and I don't have anything to do. It's the weirdest feeling because now all everything is flowing through automatically. And all of my automations, all my drip campaigns, all my Raya text, all my ISAs, I've set it up to where when I change the stage or my agent changed the stage to hot, warm, or cold, the system shuts everything down. The lead's not reassigned. Raya, the AI texting shuts off. My ISAs get the notification. They stop calling that lead. Everything shuts down, but I've made it simple. I've just told my agents, I just need you to do one thing. Just change the stage. If you don't, you're going to get off the phone. You're going to be stoked you got a good lead and, and, and something's going to screw it up. Be scared. Change the stage. And, and so now what's happening is by freeing up my agents to just talk to humans, I've enabled them to only use one side of their brain, the creative side. I'm not asking them to be pragmatic and logical and to look at a list and decide who should I talk to today. My lists are all dynamic. So in these 21 days that they're following up with the leads, 
after 10 days, if nobody, if the lead has not responded, we ignore the lead after 10 days. The lead disappears from all of their lists. They have not, the lead has not earned the right for our time any longer. And I know that's very different because a lot of us do these, you know, call campaigns for years. Well, I'm, I've bet the farm on Wailopo remarketing. Now, uh, I don't want to make this a Wailopo commercial. So there's also Sierra Interactive can do dynamic remarketing. Um, uh, Boomtown and Commissions Inc. have a form of dynamic remarketing. But dynamic remarketing, Wailopo invented uh, for real estate and it's called DARE. It's bringing the consumer back. And so after 10 days, the only old leads that my agents talk to or focus on are the old ones that are earning the right for us to call them. And so then uh, they save a home, for example. Okay, now they're back on our radar. But we don't call them just to call them because we're betting the farm on the fact that, yes, the team is generating new opportunities, but yes, also the team is bringing back old opportunities. And so now I've got all this activity, new and old coming back, and I've triaged it for my agents to where they only focus on the new ones for a little bit, and they only focus on the old ones if they meet a set of criteria. They've recently been on our website. They've been unconverted. They've triggered an alert somehow by saving a home, sharing a home, talking to Raya, you know, all that stuff. And so I've really myopically just I've obsessively focused on my agents only talking to certain behaviors. A new lead is a behavior. They just registered. An old lead coming back and saving a home is a behavior. Right. And so it's the first bucket in the in those. Again, we're focused on the 21 days They're They're only calling for 10 days. And then after that, for the rest of the 11 days that they have the lead, they're only calling the ones that deserve their time. And then after that, the leads are gone. And, you know, I've got a brand new agent. He's a part time agent. He's a full time occupational therapist. And he said, I, I'm having trouble carrying, I'm in my late 50s, early 60s, and I'm having trouble carrying 300 pound patients. I, I need to get a new career. So I don't understand it. But all he does is he, when he gets an alert in our priority pond, all these old leads that have never been converted, but they come back to our website through dynamic remarketing, he just calls them. He's been licensed five months and he has sold five homes. He has four under contract. And he's got about a hundred that he's changed to hot, warm, or cold that are in his pipeline. The guy's crushing it. I mean, and he's—I don't understand how he's doing it. That's that's fantastic. So, so just at a higher level to step back, because we have people on all different systems, CRMs, whatever. But as a concept, what I'm hearing is, as you get these larger and larger databases of leads, and as you get quantities of leads, you have to have some mechanism for sorting them, so you don't spend your time running around on all of them. You have to have some way of top grading your leads, and you're leveraging. Y Lopo plus what I don't know what even CRM you're running these days six six different CRMs one CRM one follow up boss okay so Y Lopo plus follow up boss that is your stack because you hear this term tossed around in the world of real estate of tech stack that's your tech stack that's allowing this automation to go where you look in your CRM there's nothing Barry Jenkins has to do it happens by magic yep yeah well and we use filters so um, and I've actually created a whole masterclass that I don't sell it's just free for Y Lopo customers. Um, I feel like I have to say that nowadays, like I'm not selling anything. Um, but, uh, and it's all based off of the 12 lists. And so um, these, this structure that I'm sharing with you are all just lists in our CRM and I numbered them, go figure. So they do number one first and then they do number two. And if there's a name in the list, they know actions required of them. 
So I don't want them thinking with the pragmatic side of their brain. And by focusing my, just like I focus my time by automating, my agents, I only want them creative and telling jokes and shaking hands and kissing babies. And by by making the list think for my agents, their uh, follow-up time year over year has increased by 32%. And I met, I'm messing with their heads because I tell them I only want them to spend, I say a minimum 30 minutes, five days a week. That's all I want them spending in the CRM. They spend hours, but I set the bar lows, you know, so instead of them having to have this really high goal, you, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm winning them to uh, these conversations. I and love tra- management as well. We've automated all of that as well. So what have once- you automated? Uh, transaction, the transaction, ah. <laughs> once ratified, um, you know, I, I tell my agents when you ratify the deal, go to our dashboard that I made. It's just a Squarespace website with a bunch of job forms and fill out the transaction cover sheet on job form. As soon as they hit submit all of this rich transaction data, right? Like the sales price, the lead source, the closing date, um, it feeds to six different places. I take that job form entry and I've changed it a hundred times, but my agents, they don't know. All they see is that they've seen the same job form for five years, but every like two months I'm changing where all the data goes. And one of the places that it goes is uh, an automated list for my transaction managers. So they automatically get a list of duties and emails automatically go out to everyone that's involved in the transaction. And my agents select they, they check a box if they allow my transaction manager's automation to contact the client. Sometimes clients, you know, you got to be careful with them. And so they, the options are, do you want full service to where we're contacting your client? Or do you want us to just help you manage all the other professionals involved in the transaction? It's like a little toggle that they have. But once they do that, there's an emotional release, right? They're like, okay, here's my file. Here you go. Let me know when the inspection is and they get back on the phone, right? And so every little piece of their business, past client follow-up, the second they change the stage to closed, it triggers 365 days of follow-up. They get a call action campaign, the past clients. It's me. Hey, this is Barry, the CMO over at Better Homes and Gardens. Your agent probably didn't tell you, but we have a contest for reviews. I'm going to text you a link in a minute. And if uh, you leave your agent a review, name them in the company review, you're going to enter your agent in on a contest five days later. Hey, we really appreciate your business. Here's a link to a free gift and it's Evabot. Three weeks later, hey, here's a card from us. Just letting you know how much we appreciate you. Three months later, an email goes out. Hey, do you want your closing documents? I forgot to talk about that. Two months later, hey, I was in your part of town. This is from the agent. How's it going? How's business? 365 days later, they get brownies and a card. Hey, can you believe it's been a year since the last time we spoke? All of that is automatic. So this doesn't stop. This whole leverage play, what made me a success as an individual was I was motivated by fear of failing in 2008. I was motivated by the fact that I had a bad memory I was distracted and I didn't want to work so hard. And so I took my list of annoying mistakes and forgetfulness and I created systems around it. And then I got tired of depending on other people's hard work, my agents. I'm not going to leave my income and hand it to a bunch of people that 
you know, maybe they work as hard as I do, maybe they don't. And so I had to figure out a way to, to reduce my ask of them. And the result has been um, now my b- barrier of entry for success on my team has been diminished greatly. I, I don't need them to be good at five things. I need them to be good at one, maybe two things. And so now, you know, the, the ability for my agents to sell a lot of homes continues to go up. And, you know, and it honestly, it never, this never stops. Every time I see something go wrong, I figure out a way to, to manipulate it. And as time has gone on, I've actually spent more and uh, or less and less on new leads. First, it started less and less Zillow, less and less realtor, because the cost kept coming up, going up. Then uh, as I caught wind of dynamic remarketing, now I have 108,000 people in my database and I spend more money running ads to them to bring them back to my 50 times a day it brings people back to my website. And I've built an entire business model off of these leads that I've had for 10 years. I'm just research, re, like, you know, regurgitating and, and going over and over and over and over and over because I'm betting the farm that Raya, the AI texting platform for Ylopo and dynamic remarketing from Ylopo is gonna bring all these people back. And so I've built an entire business model around that. And so my marketing dollars went from 50K a month to like, 10. And so, cause I, I can't not pay attention. I can't focus on Y Lopo and spend $50,000 a month. If I'm spending $50,000 a month, I'm worried. <laughs> Am I going to get ROI out of my team? But if I'm spending 10, like we, I can throw spaghetti against the wall and have tremendous ROI. So anyway, for, for the team leaders here, I, that, that is a mind blowing step, by the way, spending 10 K a month on marketing and closing 800, 900 homes a year. Um, Alex, Alex has a, from Northern Minnesota has a question. Are you good with taking questions as we go, Barry? Actually, yeah, let's, let's just do that the rest of the time. If people have questions. Uh, well, we got at least one. So let's start there. Alex, you got to unmute yourself. What's, what's, what's your question? Oh, he's frozen. Thank you so much. Um, really, there you are. Uh, really? Okay, good, good. I'm like, I am pumped. Uh, thanks so much. Um, I'm not even a realtor fully yet. I've passed the test. I haven't gotten through all the hoops yet to get licensed in Minnesota, but but uh, that's next in here with Jesse is uh, going to be fun to do. This is my first team call. Um, want to acknowledge you, Barry. Thank you for bringing something because I actually had a head injury 25 years ago. 26 now. So um, it gives me a little bit of a stress relief to know, yeah, you can still do this. And I'm a tech dude. This is like, you're talking my language. So I just want to acknowledge you for bringing some amazing value. Um, and, and just thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. Like I was a question. solid C student. So. <laughs> a what? Say it again. I was not a good student in school at all. Well, well, the question I have then is, what could you just really quick? Because I mean, you went really fast. I tried to capture him, but I don't even have all the tools. You kind of dropped out your mouth. Boontown, Y Loco, which is no, which is Y Lopo, Y Lopo. But what are these tools again? Do they love tools? Yeah, um, I'll tell you what. I'll type uh, in the chat for all of these different tools that I've been referencing, so you guys can copy it. Yeah, and and you're, you're, I'm going to mute you out again for a sec, Alex. Your audio is a little quiet, so will, will you repeat, Barry? What was the last question that that he said? Did you, if you heard him? He didn't say it this way, but he wants my tech stack. So the thing I just typed is my CRM, which is Follow Up Boss. I use Ylopo for my digital marketing and my leads. And full disclosure, uh, I have interest in Ylopo, so I'm super biased. But the results are the results. Ylopo digital marketing. I I, I have no 
ownership interest in MyLopo. I get $0. I get no affiliate money. If you guys use MyLopo, I just have so many friends that it works for, right? And I, I, I say this all the time on Agent Power Huddle Bear. I don't know if you've ever, you know, what you've watched or haven't seen, but we don't take affiliate dollars from anyone. We don't get paid. This is just, I've known Barry for years. I've seen how successful he's been. I know other teams that use MyLopo. So you don't have to use MyLopo. It's just a solution that works really well. Um, and there is, there is going to be a summit in Las Vegas. Should we mention that one at least? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a three-day event. And look, there's nothing wrong with parties and all that stuff. But I don't go to a lot of events because I, um, I, don't, I don't need to go to a realtor party, right? So that's just me personally. And this three-day event, there is going to be a lot of fun, but it's not a three-day realtor party. When people go to the Wailopo Summit, um, we obsessively deep dive in the weeds, practical application so that the people, when they leave, it feels like you left a coaching organization. And so I, myself, Gabe Cordova from, uh, is also uh, my, he helps me run the Realtor and Residence Department. He was one of the founders of Firepoint. He and I are obsessive about the content we're delivering. So um, so yeah, that's in October, uh, ylopo.com forward slash summit is where you can get more information. I do Love have it. The- my question, thanks so much. Yeah, so tech stack, I, I thought it was tech stack. No, your tech stack, your tech stack. Something in a bus, you talk about something in a bus, some bus? Yep, I typed it in the chat for you. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, then the question that I have is, so, you know, what you, these tools often get the doing done, like doing, like if you do the stuff, do the stuff, do the stuff, then you'll have success and you'll be happy. But I like the other way around, I like to be something which will then inspire you to do something and then you'll have something. So what's the being you have? Because obviously this guy who's five months in is being something that he would call what we'd call dead leads and have success. So yeah, he's, he's kind of annoying, to be honest with you. He's kind of annoying. Um, like when you talk to him, he's, he's like, if I don't answer my phone, he'll call me no. like a couple times after. And, and he's not like, you get him on the phone. He's the nicest guy in the world. He's just kind of obsessive. Um, and, and he's a little tone deaf. Like when you talk to him, like, and so I, I know that I'm, I'm not trying to rip on my agent. I'm just saying that all he knows is this. I just got an alert that somebody that's been in Barry's database for eight years, just saved a home. And Barry told me to call. And to say this, you guys ready for to hear my script of what we do when we're calling these old leads? Here it is. 33% of the time, when we call an old lead that triggers an alert, all we do is we we act like we're a receptionist. We don't lie, but we're just very, uh, 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 hey, uh, John, this is Barry over at Better Homes and Gardens. Listen, um, we're cleaning out our database. You've been in ours for eight years. And um, uh, we were going to remove you, but then we noticed we don't have a record whether you ever found a house. So before we removed you, we thought we would just check. Did you ever find the home you're looking for? 33% of the time, the person says, I haven't found what I'm looking for, and it turns into an appointment. The reason why this works so well is we're asking someone, did you find a home who's searching for a home? And we're doing it in a way that's administratively oriented instead of sales oriented. That's all he's doing. And when the person gives a dumb reason why they haven't bought, he's like, oh, that's a dumb reason. You know, he doesn't say it that way, but he's like, oh, you shouldn't save it. You don't need 20%. You can save, you only need three and a half percent. 
So don't be, be more concerned that a person is going to make a mistake in buying or selling a home if they don't use you, then you are concerned that you're bothering them. So again, be more concerned about them missing out on an opportunity to get a really good agent than you are concerned. I don't want to bother them. The difference is the golden rule versus the silver rule. The golden rule says, I want to do to others the way I want them to do to me. The silver rule is I don't want to do to others what I don't want them to do to me. And so if your follow-up is focused on, I don't want to do to others, I don't want to bother because I wouldn't like to be bothered. You're really not going to talk to a lot of people because very rarely does the person answer the phone and say, oh, you're an agent. Can you sell me a house tomorrow? But they, they just don't do that. Yeah, that, that, is, that is a perfect way. I just want to acknowledge that. You're muted out, Alex. I don't know what happened. Go ahead. I am the tone deaf guy. And, uh, and but what I get is he is being coachable and being intentional to provide value. So thank you. To be honest with you Alex, yeah, no problem. To be honest with you, I think you're going to do great because this is your first huddle. You have no idea who's on here and you're, you're, you're owning the conversation. You're going to be great. hundred <laughs> percent, Barry. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, dude, you are going to crush it. I actually have an introduction that someone introduced me to Alex. We're going to have a conversation later, but I, I love this. All right. We're, we're at the bottom of the hour. So I got to wrap this up. Um, Connie Roller did ask in the, from the Facebook group. She wanted to know how, how many agents on your team, Barry? Uh, 60 ish. Right on. And, and guys, you can go a lot deeper with Barry. There are so many ways to connect to him. He is deeply involved in obviously the Y Lopo Facebook group. He'll be at the Y Lopo Summit. What's the best way if people want to consume more of the trainings that you put out, Barry, or connect with you? What's the best way, thing for people to do? Um, so I actually have a book coming out on all this next month. Do you really? Uh, yeah, shameless plug. I make money from it. Um, the website's not done, but too nice for sales.com. I was told in 2011, I was too nice for sales. And so I wrote a book called too nice for sales. And um, it's stories from my life that um, what they taught me in how, because closing top of funnel business is different than people that want a showing request. So um, anyway, uh, I had no idea you had a book. Can, can we, so Zach, can you book Barry back on if your schedule allows when your, when your book comes out, we can do a little book release interview about it and talk to someone and promote it. Yeah, so the website's there. That's a, probably the best way to stay up to date with what I'm doing because, um, uh, yeah, it's it's and it's only like a hundred pages, so it'll be really it's lots of stories. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, so guys, th- I want to be respectful of Barry's time and everyone's time. Thank you for being here. What an incredible way to wrap up a week. So good. This is so good. By the way, Josh on Facebook commented he said that his head is exploding right now. So thank you, Barry. You've exploded at least one head this morning, which I know is always a goal for you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. it's It's good to see you. Everybody, have a good Friday. Enjoy your day. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Barry. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.